You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You can call me Bruce. Bruce Nolan is standing by. Hey, wacky Bruce! Coming to you from an undisclosed location, this is the Bruce Exclusive. And here's your host, Bruce Nolan. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome. To another edition of the Bruce Exclusive, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Nolan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bruce Exclusive. Welcome back. Bruce, what are you doing in my podcast feed on a Saturday morning? I don't know. It's just in the neighborhood. Thought I'd stop by. Just throw some content out there. Just see what happened. You know, I get bored sometimes. No. We at Buffalo Rumblings want to make sure that you've got content as many days as humanly possible. And sometimes that means we got to step up. We got to take one for the team. We got to do what needs to be done for the fans. Also, I'm a little bit behind because I took a week off not too long ago. Now, the way that the off season works for me is that there are specific things that must be put into specific chronologies in order for them to make sense. A couple weeks back, I did my annual quarterback tiering podcast, and that is necessary before I do today's podcast, which is comparing the 2020 with the 2021 Buffalo Bills position rooms. Why is it necessary that we do that first? Well, because in that podcast, I established that not only the foundational principle that wins are not a quarterback statistic, but... It ranks quarterbacks in these tiers based on how much help an organization needs to give them in order to win games. They break this down. Significant help, notable help, all this is part of the quarterback tiers. So a big part of any help that's given by the organization to the quarterback alongside, you know, competent coaching, systems that fit what the quarterback does well, comes in the form of acquisition of roster talent and The Bills have a general manager, Brandon Bean, who pulls the trigger on roster decisions that he hopes will upgrade the team. Knowing that there could potentially be changes between now and final cutdown day, we are going to take a look at the Bills' position rooms as they stand right now in comparison to how they stood at roughly this time last year. So it's not 53 to 53. It's right now, before any cuts, Versus last year before any cuts. And we're going to see whether or not each room has been upgraded, downgraded, or stayed the same. Is it a push? We are going to use the following categories in the scale. Significant upgrade, 
notable upgrade, slight upgrade, push, slight downgrade, notable downgrade, and significant downgrade. Those are the seven potential outcomes as we look at each individual position room. Now, note that for the purposes of this discussion, we are not counting any potential improvement from 2020 players in 2021. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about on paper, the ins and the outs. This is a cash flow discussion, except instead of cash, we're using talent. Talent flow in, talent flow out. That's it. We are not using any potential increases on return that come from any players on the quarterback. I made that very clear last year, but I did have a couple people who were like, well, Levi Wallace is going to get a lot better this year. First off, no, he didn't. He was the same player he's always been. I would anticipate that he'll be the same player again in 2021. But also that assumes improvement. That's not what this exercise is about. There are different conversations. In fact, I have had different conversations about improvement and potentially areas where the bills could get better. That's not what this conversation is. This conversation is about inflow and outflow of talent on paper from this time last year to this time this year. So let's do it. Let's dive in. At the quarterback position in 2020, Josh Allen, Matt Barkley, Jake Fromm, Davis Webb. In 2021, Josh Allen, Mitch Trubisky, Jake Fromm, Davis Webb. What's the verdict? Notable upgrade. The Trubisky for Barkley swap, that was the only move that was made. And quite frankly, it was the only move that was needed to make sure that you have a more competent backup in the event that Josh Allen misses time in 2021. I was very pleased about this maneuver. And I do think it represents a notable upgrade for the room from last year. Running back in 2020, Taiwan Jones, Reggie Gilliam, who at that time was classified as a running back, a fullback specifically, Antonio Williams, Patrick DeMarco, Christian Wade, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, TJ Yeldon. 2021, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, Matt Breida, Taiwan Jones, Antonio Williams, Christian Wade. My verdict? Slight upgrade from 2020. Even though Reggie Gilliam is now listed as a tight end, Matt Breida has had more NFL success than TJ Yeldon. So that creates a slight upgrade right by itself. Wide receiver. In 2020, Stephon Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley, Robert Foster, Andre Roberts, Duke Williams, Isaiah McKenzie, Ray Ray McLeod, Nick Easley, Gabriel Davis, Isaiah Hodgins. 2021, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, Emmanuel Sanders, Isaiah McKenzie, Jake Kumaro, Duke Williams, Tanner Gentry, Isaiah Hodgins, Brandon Powell, Marquez Stevenson, Lance Nanor. Verdict? Push. There was an opportunity here for a downgrade. If John Brown walked and then the Bills relied on second-year Gabriel Davis to be the number two receiver in a pass-heavy offense. I do think Emmanuel Sanders is an upgrade over John Brown, but the loss of Andre Roberts will be felt in the return game. We're not putting him as a specialist. We're putting him as a receiver. So did the receiver room get better in 2021? The upgrade that I think that you got going from John Brown to Emmanuel Sanders is canceled out by the downgrade from Andre Roberts to maybe Powell, McKenzie, Stevenson. We're getting a known quantity in the return game. 
from Andre Roberts, and you're going to a fairly unknown quantity in the return game. It's a push. 2020, tight ends. Dawson Knox, Tyler Croft, Lee Smith, Tommy Sweeney, Nate Becker, Jason Kroom. 2021, Dawson Knox, Jacob Hollister, Reggie Gilliam, Nate Becker, Tommy Sweeney, Quentin Morris. Verdict? Push. Lee Smith remained a high-level blocking tight end, but Jacob Hollister may be able to offer this team that dual tight end H-back function, which might allow the Bills to keep one less tight end, which would free up a roster spot elsewhere, which can help make up for the loss of Lee Smith. Offensive line, 2020. Mitch Morse, Deion Dawkins, Quentin Spain, John Feliciano, Cody Ford, Spencer Long, Ike Butker, Tyan Secchi, Ryan Bates, Daryl Williams, Victor Salako, Evan Bame, Garrett McGinn, Trey Adams, Brandon Walton, Markel Harrell. 2021, Mitch Morse, Deion Dawkins, Daryl Williams, John Feliciano, Cody Ford, Ryan Bates, Jordan Devy, Ike Butker, Bobby Hart, Jameel Douglas, Forrest Lamp, Spencer Brown, Tommy Doyle, Jack Anderson, Cyrus Tutele, Steven Gonzalez. Verdict, slight upgrade from 2020. Listen, Ty Inseki could no longer be counted on to play significant snaps by the time his career ended with the Buffalo Bills. And when you make additions in the mid-round with Spencer Brown and Tommy Doyle, you get some youth into the position with athleticism out to wazoo. Lamp and Douglas both have veteran experience and both have reasonable chances of making this team. Slight upgrade for the offensive line from 2020 to 2021. We are going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to do the defensive rooms. Stick with me. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for joining me for this edition of the Bruce Exclusive, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Nolan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bruce Exclusive. Thanks for coming back. We have been examining the Buffalo Bills position rooms at this time in the spring slash summer gap compared to the same position rooms at roughly this same time last year. So far, we have been through quarterback running back, wide receiver, tight end, and offensive line. And now we're starting on the defensive side of the ball. In 2020, the defensive line looked like this. Jerry Hughes, Mario Addison, Trent Murphy, A.J. Epinesa, 
Daryl Johnson, Mike Love, Brian Cox, Jonathan Woodard, Star Latulale, Ed Oliver, Quentin Jefferson, Harrison Phillips, Vernon Butler, Vincent Taylor. This year, the defensive line looks like this. Jerry Hughes, Mario Addison, A.J. Epinesa, Daryl Johnson, F.A. Obada, Mike Love, Greg Rousseau, Carlos Basham Jr., Ed Oliver, Star Latulale, Harrison Phillips, Vernon Butler, Justin Zimmer, Brandon Bryant, Trayvon Hester, Eli Anku, Nizir Jones. Verdict. Notable upgrade on the defensive line. Listen, losing Quentin Jefferson is always going to feel to me like it was a missed opportunity. What I thought the Bills were going to do with Quentin Jefferson is not what they ended up doing with Quentin Jefferson. Quite frankly, part of that was just due to need. I don't think he was maximized in his time with Buffalo. But F.A. Obada was a sneaky good signing. Justin Zimmer was not on the team at this time last year, which means he counts as an acquisition. Got some playing time last year. When you add to that two high picks and Gregory Rousseau and Carlos Basham, that's more than enough to make up for the loss of Quentin Jefferson. The Bills clearly made a concerted effort, and on paper, I think it's better. Linebacker, 2020. Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano, A.J. Klein, Corey Thompson, Voshan Joseph, Tyler Matakavich, Tyrell Dodson, Delshawn Phillips, Mike Bell. 2021, Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano, A.J. Klein, Tyrell Dodson, Tyler Matakavich, Andre Smith, Tyrell Adams, Markel Lee, Mike Bell, Joe Giles-Harris. Verdict, slight upgrade. I know none of us were expecting Delshawn Phillips to make the roster last year, but I don't remember him making an overly significant impact. So his loss, even though he was someone who made the team last year, doesn't necessarily move the needle for me. I'll tell you what does move the needle for me. Andre Smith was not on this roster at this time last year, which means much like Justin Zimmer, he counts because that's what we're comparing this time last year to this time this year. In addition, Tyrell Adams is a better linebacker, in my opinion, than AJ Klein. So I think there's a very reasonable chance that you have an upgrade in three linebacker sets. We will see the way Sean McDermott views him, but I think Tyrell Adams is a better player than AJ Klein. So I absolutely view this as a slight upgrade from 2020. Now, it can't be a significant upgrade because you really only start two of them and those two players are pretty much the same. But much like offensive line, there was an opportunity for a significant downgrade to this room if Matt Milano walks out that door. Defensive backs in 2020, Tredavious White, Taron Johnson, Levi Wallace, Josh Norman, EJ Gaines, Cameron Lewis, Dane Jackson, Ike Brown, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, Jaquan Johnson, Saran Neal, Dean Marlowe, Garrett Taylor, Josh Thomas. 2021, Tredavious White, Taron Johnson, Saran Neal, Levi Wallace, Dane Jackson, Cam Lewis, Rashad Wildgoose, Elijah Griffin, Nick McLeod, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Jaquan Johnson, Josh Thomas, Damar Hamlin, Tariq Thompson. Verdict? Slight downgrade from 2020. You might not remember that EJ Gaines was on this roster at this time last year. And EJ Gaines, if he was healthy, was able to be a good player in this particular defense. 
In addition, you lost Dean Marlowe. You lost someone who I trusted as being the third safety in Sean McDermott's defense in a system that relies on its safeties to do so much. The Bills have been very fortunate to have good health on their side with both Micah Hyde and Jordan Boyer. Hopefully that will continue this year because behind them now is Jaquan Johnson, Josh Thomas, DeMar Hamlin, Tariq Thompson. Not the same level of confidence in those particular players. So if you look at EJ Gaines and Dean Marlowe as these subtractions on paper, and you look at Wild Goose, Griffin, McLeod, DeMar Hamlin, Tariq Thompson as the additions on paper, I would consider that a slight downgrade from 2020. Remember, the fact that EJ Gaines got hurt doesn't really affect this at all. On paper, assuming health, injuries are turned off in this scenario because it's just paper. I think the defensive backs were better at this time last year than they are right now. Specialists, 2020. Steven Hauschka, Tyler Bass, Corey Bohorquez, Kari Vedvik, Reed Ferguson. 2021, Tyler Bass, Matt Hawk, Reed Ferguson. Verdict, slight downgrade from 2020. Corey Bohorquez was a better punter than Matt Hawk in 2020. And Tyler Bass, who is now entrenched at the kicker, was on the roster at this time last year. So that gives the nod to the 2020 room. So we have some notable upgrades. We have some pushes. We have some slight downgrades. Let's recap real quick. Quarterback, notable upgrade. Running back, slight upgrade. Wide receiver, push. Tight end, push. Offensive line, slight upgrade. Defensive line, notable upgrade. Linebacker, slight upgrade. Defensive backs, slight downgrade. Specialists, slight downgrade. One of the reasons I like doing this exercise is because sometimes you forget what this team looked like last year at this time. I know that this idea that the Bills are running it back is a big talking point. I have mentioned it multiple times. I have gotten many takes about it. Sent to my email, I am Bruce Almighty at yahoo.com, where people have had questions about whether or not running it back is really the best thing. As I sit here and compare the roster rooms on this Buffalo Bills team to the way they were last year, overall, I think this roster has slight upgrade from 2021. I understand that there's been very little turnover in starter spots, but there's been fairly notable turnover in depth spots. I understand that the overwhelming majority of the opening week 2020 starters will resume those roles in 2021, but there were upgrades at linebacker, defensive line, offensive line. There was a risk management upgrade with backup quarterback. These things matter. Are there a bunch of new starters? No. Are there some new contributors? Yes. Is there a new safety net at quarterback? Yes. So I do think the team is different enough that I understand running it back. I understand when you say running it back, you don't mean every single roster spot is the same. If we define that as running it back, then no one ever runs it back ever. So I get it. I'm not saying the Bills aren't running it back. I'm saying if you take it position room by position room, it becomes a little more obvious that changes really have been made 
to this roster. There's been an outflux of talent. There's been an influx of talent. You're not always going to upgrade at every position every year. It's just not possible. But you do your best to maximize your upgrades and minimize your downgrades. And I think that's what Brandon Bean did this year. There were a couple slight downgrades in my opinion, but there were a lot more upgrades and there weren't any notable downgrades. They were both slight, but there were a couple notable upgrades. When your team reaches the AFC championship game, there's a pretty good chance your roster's good. And any upgrades, no matter how small they may appear, are welcome. And I'll take them. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm Bruce Nolan, Buffalo Rumbles. Buffalo Rumbles.